listeners welcome to another great podcast session i'm shivani muthiala artificial intelligence has grown into a formidable tool in the recent years ai has been utilized for so many things and has so much of promise that it's difficult to imagine a future without it now ai technologies are boosting productivity like never before it is proving to uplift the healthcare businesses by enhancing every area ranging from data security to robot assisted operations right so to elaborate on the same front about ai and tech trends in the healthcare sector we have jay baker who is the avp of analytics at edifice then why late let's welcome our speaker for the day hi jay how are you doing hi svani thank you very much for the invitation excited to speak to you and your audience about ai and and healthcare Pleasure to have you here today on Analytics Insight platform. So, uh, before we dive deep into the topic, could you tell our listeners what Edifice is all about? Absolutely, be more than happy to. Uh, Edifice is a global health information company. We we focus primarily in the uh, healthcare space. Uh, we have a set of interoperability and data transformation solutions, and we also have solutions, uh, software solutions around workflow and workflow operations, and then uh, leveraging artificial intelligence, machine learning to help clinical decisions and administrative decisions in the healthcare industry. Uh, Edifex has been around for about 25 years. We just celebrated our 25th anniversary, um, and in 2020. we took in some private equity to give us the tools and and the ability to help transform the industry in a more rapid pace great and you know could you tell us about you know the specializations and services that the company is offering and what is the favorite part of this sure absolutely um we have a robust uh, portfolio of solutions uh, originally starting with data exchange securely and 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 accurately transferring uh, transmitting data between our trading partners Uh, we've now, uh, over the years, introduced workflow applications that touch on value-based care, enrollment processings, and uh, uh, and, and workflows. And then today, we've 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 built a, a strong capability of leveraging machine learning and artificial intelligence for decision making and making predictions about what would happen within a population and how to better uh, make make decisions within the workflows that we've established. Um uh, this last year uh we've we've uh made some investments and purchased two organizations Talix and Health Fidelity they're the number one and number two computer assisted coding platforms that use machine learning and natural language processing to more accurately re- read the unstructured data in medical records and make it structured uh data so that we can use it for our analytics and reporting uh so these are the areas that we've been focusing on the last couple of years amazing and you know as an avp of analytics what is your proactive role in the company as well as in the industry you know, in, in the industry there's three areas where edifax is driving change um one is data interoperability and exchange that includes data curation and and improvement quality and integrity as as with all reporting and analytics if you have bad data you have bad results so this is really foundational for for any successful analytical solution is to have that that strong uh uh platform for for getting data moving data and being able to access it the, the secondary we're transforming the industry is around workflow applications so there's a lot of uh workflows in the industry around enrollment application processing around how to contract with providers and and set and settle the payments to providers these are all not necessarily complex but time consuming workflows this perfect for software applications to Im- improve the quality and reduce the amount of labor uh, the, the third area that we are making a big difference is ai and machine learning 
that we're able to take predictive models and analytical reporting and put them on top of our workflows, embed them in our workflows, and leverage the, the, the high-quality data that our interoperability solutions support. That sounded you know, quite interesting. And uh, the pandemic was a big shock to all major industries, right? And especially for the healthcare sector too. So how do you think it has accelerated you know, new developments in the industry? That's a great question. And it has had a big impact on healthcare and the systems that support healthcare administration and delivery of care. Um, one of the big areas that it was a catalyst was the adoption of telemedicine. Telemedicine was, was kind of a new delivery model, um, not, not a lot of adoption by patients or by doctors. Um, but with the, the, the lockdown requirements and the face-to-face -face requirements that, that the uh, pandemic uh, uh, was a catalyst for, um, it, re it required doctors to get creative and patients to get creative in the way that care is delivered. Um, with a face-to-face -face, uh, visit, there's a lot of information the doctor can gather directly from the patient. But in telemedicine, you have some of that um, uh, interaction missing. So the more information, the more detailed information a doctor can have at that visit ahead of time and during the visit in real time um, is, is really where the value is. Um, the, the second area that the pandemic um, uh, kind of uh, was a catalyst for uh, was, was data liquidity. So data in healthcare has been... Um, kind of solidified behind proprietary APIs and proprietary data stores. And, and with the need to transform the industry by moving data between providers and patients uh, and payers, um, the, the, the liquidity of data has really um, accelerated. So the, the two areas of, of telemedicine and, and moving data freely between organizations are, are the two areas where it's probably had the largest impact um, as a result of the pandemic. Very rightly spoke about, and yes, indeed, you know, the telemedicine and the data liquidity has uh, accelerated to a lot of big heights. And, you know, right now, the new tech trends such as artificial intelligence and machine learning are transforming almost all industries, right? So how do you think they are able to contribute to the transformation of the healthcare sector even? Yeah, that's a very good question. And, and it's made significant impacts. Um, before machine learning AI became mature and really usable tools and accessible tools by healthcare payers and providers, um, all the decision support systems, clinical decision support systems were evidence-based. In other words, journals were, 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 were publishing uh, peer-reviewed findings and studies. And based on those findings and studies, best practices and, and evidence-based medicine was developed, but it, but it was all slow to change slow to be adopted and slow to be communicated. So it was reliable and that was one of the most important things is the efficacy and safety of the, the best practices, but it was slow to change and slow to adopt. One of the ways that machine learning and AI has really changed decision support, clinical decision support, is by using large sets of experience and letting machine learning AI to understand and learn what are the different best practices, what are the different outcomes and make predictions and recommendations as to what should be done to whom and by when. So the, the, the combining expert knowledge, which is the evidence-based medicine with machine learning AI um, allows not only for the best of, of, of expert knowledge to be used, but also to adapt it to local cultures and patterns and behaviors and delivery systems to give a better outcome for our patients. Absolutely. And uh, in the same context, how can artificial intelligence be leveraged, especially in the administrative part of the healthcare sector? Could you tell us about that? 
Absolutely. Uh, all those had big changes on the, the clinical side. The administrative side has is, is received a lot of benefits too. Where, wherever there was a process like enrollment application processing that required a lot of manual intervention, uh, rooms of people reviewing applications, making phone calls to applicants to verify information and to make changes where there were errors being made. It was all very labor intensive. It took a long time for applications to get processed, decisions to be made, and the delivery of care was being impacted because of the administrative bottlenecks in the workflow. But machine learning has helped to automate a lot of those tasks um, and, and, and improve the turnaround for application processing, uh, improve the curation and data quality that's coming into the health plan so better decisions are being made quicker, and lowering the overall costs where those people and costs that were being leveraged for application processing can be redeployed to to, to higher value um, tasks and, and, and those dollars could be spent on the delivery care versus the administrative costs of a health plan. Indeed, yes. And, uh, you know, AI can really contribute to a great extent in this particular area, I think, uh, whether in terms of automating the process and also to increase the accuracy too. And, uh, you know, the healthcare systems differ across countries, right? So uh, could you tell us about the current scenario of the healthcare sector uh, across the globe? Absolutely. Um, we, we've touched on this a little bit, but, but healthcare is really divided into two components. One is the payment administration of care, and the other is the delivery of care. So the payment administration of care by country is varied quite a bit. You have single-payer systems, you have private systems, you have government-based systems. So there's a lot of different systems of payment and, and administration. So there's not a lot of comparison that can be done because one system really is, is, is unique on its own. But the delivery care is a different story where uh, machine learning AI can take large experiences of data and results of care in different regions. For example, the, the care and culture and patterns within the southern part of India is very different than uh, Gujarat in the, in the northern side. So, so using machine learning AI to understand what those differences and patterns are helps clinicians make decisions that are locally relevant, but also based on evidence and, and, and care patterns. So. The, the, the large data sets that go across countries allow us to make better predictions and, and understanding of care patterns than uh, just the, the, the limited data that we have within each country alone. Thanks for elaborating on that front, Jay. And, you know, what do you think the future of healthcare industry would look like? Um, clinical decision-making um, has been primarily owned by the doctor in many care settings. Um, one of the things that we're seeing is data being accessed by patients, and that's getting patients more involved in their care. Health plans and, and governments really want preventative medicine, not just the treating of acute conditions. So getting patients involved, owning their information, understanding the information, getting involved with, with their care has been a real critical piece. And I think that with the liquidity of information, patient access is going to be improved and, and, and patient ownership is going to improve too. Um, the, the patient data itself, we talked about it becoming liquid, things like fire and interoperability between countries and, and between uh, uh, stakeholders. Uh, this is going to improve uh, basically allowing the patient's data to follow them and the appropriate care to be provided and giving patient control over the information. So these consumer-based applications and consumer-based decision-making tools are going to become powerful moving forward. Absolutely. And, you know, how do you see Edifice maybe down the lane five years? 
You know, for 25 years, we've been a software company. We'll continue to be a software company. We've made some big investments, um, especially in machine learning, AI, but also workflow um, uh, solutions. Um, we, we envision decision-making to, to not be made just within the doctor's office or just within a health plan, but being pushed out to the edge. Where providers and patients are doing business, they're having face-to-face -face visits. We believe Edifax is, is leading the transition to advancing those technologies and solutions to not only make data liquid, but make it available at the point of care in a near real-time basis. Perfect. And you know, lastly, what piece of advice would you like to give to the emerging and budding leaders who want, want to step into this particular healthcare space? You know, a, a lot of folks, when they're first getting into healthcare or healthcare IT, they focus on the technology. So, you know, whether it's Kubernetes or, or Docker's or software as a service or Python, they look at the technologies, the languages, the, the tools, but those things change. And, that, and, and what's, what's hot today, what's new and innovative today becomes old and antiquated, you know, two years from now. So, so rather than focusing in only on the technology, really understand the business. So, so within healthcare, understand the use cases, understand the business problems that are trying to be solved. Why do these norms exist? And then if you really want to be an innovator, understand how to break the wheel. How do you change the pattern? How do you innovate past the way things are doing today, being done today, um, by using those technologies that are available? So stay current on the technologies, but don't let that be your focus. Really understand the business problems that you're trying to solve for, and that'll give you uh, all the opportunities to make changes and, and be innovative. I'm pretty sure that's really going to help all our budding leaders, you know, to a great extent. Thank you so much, Jay. It was a pleasure talking to you. Hope all our listeners have gained valuable insights from this session. Thank you, Shivani. I appreciate your time and, and look forward to speaking to you again soon. Thank you so much. So, listeners, stay tuned for more such interesting podcasts. Thank you. See you all again very soon.